Well, good morning. Happy Saturday. So I'm Connie Myers and it's Saturday morning and it's 10 o'clock. So it must be 270 and beyond. And uh, my question for you today is, have you got stress in your life? I know that's kind of a ridiculous question, but, but there's a few of us out there that don't have any stress. Um, and I'd love to know their secret to that. However, most of us have some kind of stress in our life. This week was a pretty stressful week for me. I'm getting ready to go out of town on Wednesday and I'm trying to finish up my, uh, my Crystalline Leadership Vision course for Woman Up and I'm under the gun and getting the videos and everything done. It poured down rain. We had 80 mile an hour winds and I'm like, okay, all of it's going to be done. I'm going to have to do it this weekend because then I get back and I leave directly to go to Sacramento for the California Association of Realtors uh, state meetings. So my stress level was pretty high this week. And um, I've been listening to this amazing book by Kelly McGonigal. It's called The Upside of Stress. And believe you me, it really helped me this week with my level of stress. So, you know, we've been told for years that stress is one of the number one killers in the country. And um, there was a 1998 study that was done, that study of 30,000 people that showed there's lots of stress that increased by dying by 43%. Can you imagine that? 43%. However, um, over another eight year study that was done, 182,000 people died prematurely, not because of stress, because they believed in how bad it was for you. So the mindset of having stress be bad for us was what actually caused the deaths because they actually found that's over 20,000 deaths a year. That would make stress the 15th highest cause of death in the nation. What was really interesting is the study showed that if, if you didn't believe the stress was bad for you, that it changed, it did not change your risk of dying any at all. It was, it was, it was not, it wasn't the stress was bad. It was the mindset that we're being told and we believe that stress is bad. That's the power of the mind. So in this study, what they showed was all we had to really do is change our mindset. And you know, that's what I teach. I teach how to have be mindful, how to change the mindset to be healthy and, and well. And if we can do that with the amount of stress that we have in our life, just think of what we'll be able to accomplish. And now there's sometimes when stress is unavoidable, if there's danger, then, then there's really, then your, your fight or flight is going to kick in and there isn't a lot you, you can do with that. The good news is when you have that fear of fight or flight, you then run. So when there's times of danger, it's a different kind of stress, but our normal day-to-day -day stress can actually be turned into energy. And I'm sure we've all experienced that where something's like, for example, athletes, when they have stress before whatever there is they're going to be doing, say they're a runner, they're getting ready to run. They have stress, but what that does is that invigorates them to do a better job. So um, if we can find a way to look at our stress and find a way of it being helpful and less anxious and, and, and uh, more, be more confident with it, we can then increase our energy. But how do you turn a pounding heart or a sweaty palm um, into energy. 
what happens when we have stress is our breathing goes faster. So we actually are creating more oxygen to our brain. And so the physical response to that is huge. Um, in a fight or flight, your, your heart rate goes up, your blood vessels constrict, and all of a sudden you're in a totally different uh, state of mind. So when we have, that's what causes chronic stress that's over and over again, that's what causes heart disease. And that's what causes us to, to have all the symptoms and, all, and die from it. So when the participants in this study survey, they, they viewed their stress as helpful, their blood vessels stayed normal. They didn't constrict. Their hearts still pound, but the profile looks more like when we have moments of joy and courage. So can you imagine, all we have to do is change our mindset so that we are thinking in a way that either brings us joy or love or whatever. Uh, uh, that is actually called, and then there's another, that's called uh, these, uh, let me get this, excite and delight uh, experience when it comes to stress. So it's like when you're doing something really thrilling and it actually increases the blood flow and less cortisol is produced the hormone that creates the harmful stress and there's more DHEA there's also another experience called tend and befriend and uh, when we code that's when um, when something traumatic happens we seek others to increase we, we look for other people to support us and, and it releases a, a hormone called oxytocin and oxytocin is called the cuddle hormone because it makes us want to be around other people and it makes us want to to share and, and be a part of a group or um, that's like when when you have somebody that's seriously ill or somebody that passes you want the family there not just because of the illness but because you want you want all to be together because of the love you have for one another so uh, oxytocin actually makes us healthier and it actually increases the resi our resilience just from the human connection um, there was another study done of a thousand, and let me get these facts. I've got the paper here. Thousand adults over a five-year period, and they had, they they tested and looked at all these major events: financial losses, deaths, uh, serious illness, and they showed that 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 uh, death increased by thirty percent. But if those people that cared for others, there was no change in the in the heart the death rate. So. Many times you see, like for me, uh, turning my life around and supporting others and writing crystalline moments was a way of me giving back to people that have experienced a spousal loss. So, and you always hear about how um, people start foundations. Like in my book, there is a woman who lost two children nine years apart. And she talks about how she wouldn't have the life she has. That's her crystalline moment. Uh, if if those children hadn't passed, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I had not had the loss of my husband. So uh, we can you see all the time. As a matter of fact, I was watching the news this morning and they were talking about the Columbine because it's the 20th year anniversary of Columbine. And all of these families that have created foundations or do something in memory of their children that they lost. That releases the oxytocin. That's what how you can cope with the grief. And I didn't really know the science behind it. I just knew that when I talk to people that have lost someone, that if you find some way to, there's, they always leave a gift and opportunity. I always talk about that. If you can find a way to honor them 
uh, through some kind of, it doesn't have to be a big foundation. It could be a simple act of kindness or help just helping one other person. Then it releases the oxytocin and it makes the grief a little easier. And I didn't really understand the science behind it until I read this book. So um, if we can find a way to change the mindset of how we look at stress, we can actually change it from something that could create our death early to creating a life that we would love to live. And this is what Kelly McGonigal said. She says, when you view your stress response as helpful, you create the biology of courage. And when you choose to connect with others under stress, you can create resilience. So now how do we, what kind of mindfulness practices can we do to change that mindset? Well, first of all, when we're starting to feel stress, the first thing we want to do is we just want to stop. Stop. I always tell people, imagine the big round staplers uh, button. That, I don't know what it said, but imagine it said, says stop. And you stop and you notice what's going on with your body. What is that? What is your body doing? If you're stressed, you're probably scrunching up a little bit. You're probably, you know, you're, you're getting sweaty or you, you can't think. That's me when I get stressed. My brain just quits working entirely. So what you want to do is you want to stop and then feel what you're feeling. Listen to that inner voice because that inner voice is probably telling you something that will help you to get through it. And then think about uh, most of the time when we're experiencing stress, it's actually fear of the unknown. Something's going to happen and we don't know. How, what the outcome is going to be, and we're afraid it's not going to be what we want it to be. Well, the best way to overcome that is to think about what the outcome is. Envision what the outcome is that you want. And then create a statement from that. Start with, I'm so happy and grateful that, and whatever the incident or whatever the situation is, and, and this is what the outcome you want, and then this or something better still. Now, does that mean it's always going to happen that way? Of course not. But what it does mean that then if it doesn't happen, then you have to look at it and say, okay, what is the gift? What is the opportunity that this shift has taken, this course correction has taken? And when you figure that out, you're able to step into uh, that new and create that as part of your vision. Because everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens by accident. So there's a purpose for everything. And maybe it's a lesson we need to learn. Maybe it's a new direction we need to go in. But no matter what, you can turn that stress that you had into either tend and befriend or excite and delight and move forward. And then also reduce your chance of dying from stress. So I think those are really important times. Also, a really wonderful way of overcoming stress and I this is something I do every single morning first of all I, I write down three things I'm grateful for and then I write down three successes that I had the day before so I can I, I start that actually creates uh, the different hormones in your brain so that you start your day I it's probably oxytocin I'll have to look it up and see but it's probably oxytocin that you you start your brain working in a direction that's going to create uh, successes, more successes in the day. Um, 
if you're feeling stressed, uh, you take a walk and do these exercises. The thing I, I want to um, leave you with is that there's never any problem or failure. It's really just a course correction. So um, I'm going to be talking in depth about this at my health healing and success retreat that I'm doing in June. Um, I'm going to be diving deep into all 10 of the 10 aspects that are going into my course for leadership. And they include, let me, let me get this so I don't forget one. They include uh, stress management, time management, communication, organizational management. By the way, I found some fascinating research on that. Problem solving, decision making, confidence, self-awareness, accountability, and engagement and empowerment. So we're going to be talking about all of those in depth at my retreat in June. So if you think you'd like to be in, uh, like to find out more about it, there's a, a link um, in the in the comments for this video. So um, this week, I want you to really stop and look at your stress. Look at it closely and say, okay, how can I uh, turn this into either excite and delight, or how can I turn it into ten, friend and be uh, mend and befriend, and get those cuddle hormones going. So for me, I am going to be working diligently with my excite and delight and my friend, uh, mend and befriend uh, hormones on my course for the, so I finish it before I have to leave. So I will be seeing you next Saturday. I will actually be in uh, Dallas, Texas. So I will see you. I'm planning on still doing it at 10 o'clock Pacific time, uh, but I'll be sending out a memo if it's something different. So anyway, I hope you have a fabulous week. And remember, that stress doesn't have to kill you. It can actually make you healthier. So bye to all and love you all. And I'll see you next Saturday on 270 and beyond. And I have a few spots left in my retreat. So please check it out and, and come with us. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Bye now.